What is up, guys? Welcome back to welcome to the first ever episode of the news show on the Zig Said So podcast feed. Spoiler alert! Uh, this is a show where we are basically going to be doing um, spoilers reviews, um, spoiler reviews for new release movies. Um, really, the ones I want to talk—not every release, but just the ones that I want to talk about. Um, and this first episode, uh, we're actually going to be doing spoilers reviews for uh, a TV show that's going on right now. Um, I'm going to be doing a, a spoilers review for the premiere, for the ep- for the season two premiere of The Mandalorian. It premiered on Disney Plus uh, this past weekend, um, and I am uh, very very excited to talk about it. So let's start. Let's let's um let's go ahead and just talk about it real quick um so uh this episode it was directed by written and directed by john favreau um and uh it basically is just it's it's a side mission episode um the mandalorian in this episode uh is um going on his quest to return to take baby uh to take the 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 child otherwise known as baby yoda to um uh Back to uh, to its people, to its kind, um, and so uh, we get this first episode. Um, it's basically the Mandalorian is right now uh, going to Tatooine because he want he wants to find a Mandalorian who is there uh, to help him uh, take this child back, um, and. I guess I can just start from the beginning. So the way this episode opens up, I thought was really, really cool. It was basically the scene you saw in the trailer with, um, you know, wherever I go, he goes. So I've heard. And then they've, and then uh, a fight breaks out between the Mandalorian and all these goons, and, uh, uh, and it was in this opening scene. The reason why I love this opening scene so much is because. It really does show you that this is a much darker... This is a Star Wars show, yes. But it's not aimed for kids. I mean, kids could watch it and have fun with it. But it's not a show aimed towards kids. It is a more adult Star Wars show. Um, Because this... The Mandalorian kills a lot of people in this opening scene. And it is amazing to watch. And I love it when... He's got that one guy hung upside down, and he goes, um, he's like, I promise you won't die by my hands. And then he just, he shoots one of the lights, and all of a sudden, these animals just come out and eat the guy alive. It's it's incredible. It's an incredible way to open up the, the season, and it's an incredible way to show the fact that the Mandalorian is not so clean. He is brutal. And he is a mean and tough SOB. Um, and I love it. I, I just love the way they kind of opened with that. Um, so then we get into Tatooine. He goes to Tatooine to go find this Mandalorian who can help him uh, take the child back to its kind. Gets there. Uh, we are reintroduced to Amy Sedaris's uh, character from season one. Uh, I believe it was episode five. Uh, it was the last uh, Tatooine episode in. Um, it was the Tatooine episode of season one, um, but we meet her, 
And I like Amy Sedaris very much. I think she's very funny, but I just don't like her character in The Mandalorian. Uh, I just don't find her funny. I don't really understand what her purpose... I don't understand her purpose of being there, um, but whatever. She's in there, she's, she's in there, and then she's not even... She's only in there for, like, maybe one or two scenes, and then she's gone. Um, actually, I think only one scene in, in, the, in, the, in this episode that she's in there. Um, but basically, uh, she tells him there, there's this town. They might, uh, there's a Mandalorian in this one town uh, in Tatooine. Goes to this town. Um, I can't remember what the town is called. I wish I could remember the name. I'm just doing this based off memory. But he goes into this town, and this is where you get some serious Western vibes. Um, this is very much a trope from a Western movie. The the old, the lone gunfighter, you know, kind of riding his horse into the into the small town. And that's basically what this is. It's the Mandalorian basically riding his speeder, or you know, into this small little town on Tatooine. Um, and it's awesome. He walks into this little uh, cantina um, that's empty, and then he talks to the bartender, and he's like, "I'm. Have you seen a Mandalorian around here?" And all of a sudden, you see this guy wearing Boba Fett's armor, and this man is named Cobb Vanth. Um, is that? I can't remember. Is that his name? Uh, let me. And now I gotta look it up. I think I might have. I know it's Cobb something, but anyway, uh, my computer's acting slow again, but um, we have him there, and he's, and this is a great way, because for those of you who know the Aftermath novels, if you've read the Aftermath novels, um, Cobb Vanth is uh, basically kind of like the sheriff, um, but he is wearing uh He's wearing uh, uh, the the armor of Boba Fett. Um, I know he has a role. I just can't remember what. I have to go back and read Aftermath because I do know he's from those books. Because um, I own the first Aftermath book and I've read the other two. And I know he's involved in the Aftermath novels by Chuck Winding. But um, I love that they brought him into this. Um, it very much reminds me of what they did with Darth Maul in, um, uh, in, uh, uh, Star, uh, in Solo. Uh, what they did with Solo is that they, um, they took Darth Maul, who, uh, was, uh, a, you know, just specifically in the television show. He never came back in the movies. And it was kind of this thing where will, will they ever bring Darth Maul into live action again? Because he is alive, and it's canon that he is alive. And so they bring him in. Uh, they bring him into this, uh, to and they brought him into Solo, and it was basically a confirmation that yes, they are they could bring him into live action. Um, and that's basically what happens here is that you know they brought in a character who because. You know, if you kind of did the math right, uh, Mandalorian takes place about six years after Return of the Jedi. And the Aftermath novels are literally the, the, the books that take place right after Return of the Jedi. You know, they are li they literally pick up right where Return of the Jedi leaves off. So, um, that's really, it's really, uh, it's, it's actually really cool that they brought him in. 
Um, there's this really cool dynamic between the two of them. I, I love the I love the the kind of dynamic they set up. Now I will say the middle portion of this episode is a little boring to me. I didn't really I wasn't really interested. Basically, the big problem is that they gotta stop this um, crate dragon, which is you know apparently. Um, Apparently, you know, it's, it's a, I, I know it's a, um, a prop that was used in, um, basically the skeleton was in the background of, um, a new, uh, of episode four, but, um, uh, but I guess in the Knights of the Old Republic video game, which I have never played, um, you, uh, there is a side mission where you are fighting a crate dragon, um, uh, which is a nice little way to tie that in. Um, but they have to go fight this crate dragon and they're trying to, f and they're teaming up with the sand people. And I gotta say all this stuff with the sand people, don't get me wrong. I like the idea of the sand people having to work together with the townspeople to take down this thing. And the rest of the episode is just awesome. But the build up to that ending, to the act, to the final action scene, just to me was not as, was not in, it wasn't, I wasn't invested in what was going on. I just was not invested. But what I will say is that last half of the episode where after the townspeople and the sand people get together, they get there, they have the bombs set on this uh, bantha, and then all of a sudden they're trying to take out this thing. And the Mandalorian basically... Um, the Mandalorian and Cobb Dance basically fly up using their jetpacks and start shooting this thing in the face. And I just remember when I was watching it, I just went, oh my gosh, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> this is so freaking cool. And then um, it ends, uh, well, the, the, the final battle ends with uh, the crate Dragon kind of eating the Bantha and the Mandalorian with it. And then all of a sudden the Mandalorian had that detonator and he exploded the, uh, he, he killed, uh, the, the crate, he exploded the crate dragon. Um, that to me reminded me of, um, the ending to, uh, Men in Black where, um, <laughs> where, um, uh, uh, where Tommy Lee Jones is eaten by the big, uh, bug at the end and will smith uh distracts the distracts him and then he's like uh you better you better back up before something happens and then all of a sudden you just hear the gun Ch -ch -ch. too late and then he just explodes <laughs> that's what it kind of reminded me of uh that's what this ending kind of reminded me of but anyway the thing is exploded everyone's going through the crate dragon um the tuscan raiders find a little little egg uh, and then, um, Cobb Banth gives back Boba Fett's armor because the deal was, is that if they helped, um, Cobb Banth had to give the armor back to the Mandalorian, uh, because, uh, uh, because he's not a Mandalorian, he has to give up the armor. Uh, and he does, and he's very respectful. And I, and I love the, I love this friendship that they built between the Mandalorian and Cobb Banth. I hope we see Cobb Banth again. I hope we see him again, and I would love for him to be part of the team. Um, I think it would be really cool and really interesting. Um, and uh, I even like his little comment. He's like, you tell your people I wasn't the one who broke that. <laughs> um, 
And so the Mandalorian rides off, and we get the final shot of this episode. I mentioned it on the Zeke Senso show, but the final shot of the episode is literally one of the greatest episodes ever. Uh, is one of the greatest shots in the Mandalorian ever. But the final shot of this episode, literally, uh, there's a, a man standing in front of the two sons, looking out, watching the Mandalorian uh, right away. And then all of a sudden, he turns around. And it's Tamar Morrison as Boba Fett. Yes. <laughs> He's back, baby. <laughs> Boba Fett is back. And he looks better than ever. Um, yeah, I am super excited for the fact that he's gonna be in that he's gonna be here. Uh really interested to um see uh where they um uh where where he goes as for uh what he's going to be doing uh cuz the next episode is going to have to pick up right where this one left off uh and we're going to have to see Boba Fett in the next episode so i would assume there's probably going to be a little thing between Boba Fett and the Mandalorian uh and yeah i'm just i'm just super excited to see that we're that we're getting him again it's it's so cool and i when I saw that final shot, I just went, oh, yeah. I was so excited. But, um, yeah, I, um, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else I'm forgetting. Um, um, oh, one of the things I also really liked about this episode, I liked how they didn't just, um, how they didn't just constantly cut back to, like, there could have been a danger after the reaction to the child, or in this case, Baby Yoda. Um, after the reaction that he got on the internet, there could have been a a thing. They, they could have done this thing where in season two, they give more screen time to Baby Yoda. And I'm kind of glad they didn't. I'm glad he... I mean, he got screen time. They got to show his reactions whenever the Mandalorian was doing something dangerous, and he kind of looked sad about it. But I'm kind of glad they didn't show him too much just because I felt like, I feel like it would have been, um, I, I feel like it would have been just, uh, just like, oh my gosh, here we go. They're capitalizing off the fan base. Oh my gosh, here we go again. Uh, okay, we get it. He's cute. We get it. Move on. But I'm like, you know what? I, and and so I'm glad they didn't fall into that trap because that's unfortunately, unfortunately that's what happened with BB-8. Is BB-8 was so cool in the Force Awakens, and then in the Last Jedi, which I love the Last Jedi, but in the Last Jedi and in Rise of Skywalker, the more they cut back to BB-8, the more I just found him to be annoying, and the more I just found I just didn't I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, BB-8 by the end of the, the sequel trilogy so um, and I'm glad they didn't do that same thing with Baby Yoda because it makes you know it it it, it, refre- it still makes him more of uh, uh, you know uh, I can't even figure out what I'm what I'm trying to say here but anyway I mean overall guys um, I really loved this episode. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I think as um, 
I think as an episode, it does a pretty good job of um, of continuing the story that was left open at the end of season one, while also um, while also giving you a fun little side mission. Um, this this very much felt like an episode. This felt like a really fun episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender, where yes, it's it is important to the main story, but hey, guess what? Sometimes you gotta. Take a break from the main subplots and have a little bit of fun with with a cool little side mission, um, and that's what this episode felt like to me. Um, I already gave my score on the Zeke said so show, but I'll say it here again in case you missed it. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Uh, really love this episode, and I can't wait to see where they um where they go from here. I uh, I think they've uh, I think they've they started off the season very very strong. Um, again, the middle portion to me was a little bit weak, but you know what? It it all you know, it opened strong and it ended strong, um, and that's enough for me for me to give it an eight out of ten. So, uh, but um, that will do it for the first episode of spoiler alert. Now I know what you guys are probably thinking. Well, this is a spoiler alert. Why is the Zeke said so show theme playing? Um, and there's a reason for that. One, honestly, uh, I don't have a theme ready for um, uh, for spoiler alerts. Um, honestly, the show was kind of planned um, literally at the beginning of this week. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't have enough time to thoroughly plan it out, um, but uh, I uh, I will have a theme. I will have a separate theme for spoiler alert. But for now. You guys will hear the wonderful Zeke said so music. Um, so that will do it for this episode of spoil for the first episode of spoiler guys. I'll be back next week when we do a spoilers review for episode two of The Mandalorian season two. Uh, and uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out. <laughs>